0: Welcome to the Two and, and a Half, half Citizens Podcast, month. I'm Zen. It's your boy P. And we got a special guest with us today. Hey
1: guys, I'm Sean Sorley, how are y'all doing? It's going good. Do you want to tell us uh, what, what your title, what, what you consider yourself? Yeah. Uh, well, I am a auto body mechanic that also does stand-up comedy
0: (laughs) so we gonna focus on the stand because we don't ever be telling our real jobs i feel like like i feel like real jobs we'd be like what what's a what's a real job yeah right in this economy real jobs don't exist no more (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. in this economy Uh, yeah so so all right so so how long have you been doing comedy
1: uh year and some change i started in march of last year right after uh I just gotten laid off uh, from a youth pastorship due to COVID. It just killed our, our books. And so, mm-hmm. you know, last hired, first fired, I had to go. And it sucked. Um, but honestly, it gave me a leg up in comedy because I've been cracking jokes to a room of <laughs> 11 to 17-year-olds. <17 laughs> <laughs> right, all right. The deadest crowd that you will yeah. ever have in front yeah. of you. Yeah, they're too cool for school. Uh, it's they're, funny how pastors are too do, cool for church too, yeah, apparently.
2: They they uh pastors do walk that line sometimes, especially now modern times. It's like it's it's a it's a kind of it can be kind of like a little stand-up routine. Well, so I'll but actually
0: I was literally thinking about this recently. I was actually having a conversation about like, I mean, if we're being real, it's an art form like anything else, except you gotta act like it comes from somewhere else. Like you didn't practice this and perfect this God somehow gave. Like the idea is supposed to be like mm-hmm. God speaking to you, so it's like I think about mega churches. And I'm like, all right, well they get someone who's been working on this craft and low key kind of just the best at speaking. Yeah. Then they get like a worship band who's like the best at writing songs, yeah. and then like make a mega church, but. All in all, I mean, it, you're getting the substance from,
1: like, the Bible. I'm, and mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say, I. Uh, so I still attend my church. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still on, uh, I'm part of the Next Step staff, so I bring, I help the new members that want to get connected. I help them get connected. But, like, dude, I'm glad I'm not a youth pastor anymore, man. That shit is stressful, bro. I bet, yeah.
0: Dude, I feel like I, it's, like, being I, a cop and then being a youth pastor is, like, the most looked down oh, upon... Yeah. Professionals right Dude.
1: now. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what church I attend, but um, at a certain that's why my position was open when I got it was mm. the like two dudes in a row. Just it's so difficult because when you see that, I wonder like. What, th- oh, it, like, that is the that is the one thing yeah. that j- fucking sets me off. Like, no, nah, you can't do that to a kid, man.
0: For sure. Yeah. And
1: it's obviously,
0: like, a power thing. So then it's like, what are you doing the thing for, right? There's, like, a lot of those jobs where you're like, what what is the goal here? Because if you're just trying, like, if you're doing this for what you, I guess, should be doing it for, you're just... Trying to educate people, yeah. but then if like you start looking at it like I have the
1: power here, I'm the see, and that was the thing through all my through all my sermons and things to the kids. Like I was always teaching them, like it is not about me and you. It's about what it, and it's not about doing right or wrong either, because you're gonna do bad things. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen. It's part of life. The difference between. You being a believer and a non-believer is you recognize that as a mistake. You ask for forgiveness for it. And then you try your hardest not to fuck up again. Mm -hmm. And I accidentally said that on stage one time (laughs) and I didn't even realize it. And so like at the end of the sermon, there were like two kids crying. (laughs) And so I walk off the stage after praying and my co-pastor comes up. She goes, do you know what you just did up there? And I was like, um. I killed it. That's exactly what I just did. You not know, see murdered. these two what kids talking crying about? right now? I was like, They're I almost it, teared dude. up. Like, she goes, "No, you said fuck on stage." I was like, "Who fucking cares?" <laughs> right?
0: Maybe I needed to. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I have a question with that. So you did the transition, and uh, you know, it was kind of like something happened, and it made you feel like, okay, well, this is opening up a door to something else. Do you find in comedy that like? religion, like, you don't see it so much that it's almost looked down upon in comedy, like so oh, many people absolutely. are anti-religious that
1: it kind of puts you in a weird spot? I'll, um, It doesn't put me in a weird spot because I have had very, uh, I'll, I'll say I've never had an uncivilized conversation about religion in comedy. They've always been very respectful. We've all shared both of our viewpoints and in a lot of cases we both walked away, like, learning something new. So, no, I won't say that I feel looked down upon, because all these guys know that I was a youth pastor, They and, like, I'm not an asshole. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, they're like, yeah. eh, Sean's a pretty, like, yeah, he's yeah. one of the good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay, I feel like, all right. Yeah, I feel
2: like Christians get a bad rap, and, like, um, like I'm a Christian as well, so yeah. it's like, you know... So- you don't have to take yourself so seriously, you don't have to do all these things and it's No,
1: and that's okay. the whole thing is like Jesus tells us mm-hmm. you can't get to heaven by works alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why are we all out here just trying to do good works mm-hmm. to try to earn our way? You can't. Yeah. He already paid the price for you. Right, you. right. Like tickets paid. You don't have to do anything besides like just read what it what it like the whole point of it is it's not to change your life. It's not to make Fuck, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this. Not the best way, but like the one that makes the most sense. Right. It's not about doing good things to get into heaven. It's you have accepted Jesus into your life, and through that, you start doing good things naturally. Because,
0: like, I, by my, I mean, look, I've been in and out of church, and like my opinion on religion has changed a lot. And what I always understood is, yeah, the whole idea is living the word of God to where you become God-like and then you lead by example. So people kind of then say, what makes this person different? Oh, it's because he's walking with God and yeah. you see the illumination or whatever from them. And you're not doing good deeds to basically try to get into heaven. It's just walking you're, in that yeah. light is going to lead to you're you. Do, doing you're things. doing
1: good deeds because you want to do them because yeah. you've seen the grace that has been imparted on your right. life for all the fuck ups that we've had. Like, this week alone, I probably deserve to go to hell already. But like, ticket got paid, man. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what's about think, like the gratitude, right? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, that's exactly and, what it and is. And I is think the what,
2: what a modern, not even modern religion, but like religion has been. It's it's very um, like you have to. It's very
1: ob- like it's they, an obligation. It's black and it's very black and white. Yeah, and it's like you and, have to
2: do this. You have to do that. And
1: and there's no room. Like if you mess up. You're a fuck up. Like Mm -hmm. they, That's what they do is they beat sin down so much that they make people feel like that they are not allowed to sin. And that is not at all the case because we're humans. We were born sinful. It's going to happen. It's just when we accept Jesus, we have an extra, like we have that forgiveness that shows us, you know, hey, I'm going to be okay. I'm still able to do good things and move on. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. Instead of people just... You're a smoker. You don't belong in church. And I've had people fucking tell me that. Yeah. And, like, those... Mega churches are a different breed altogether. That's where Mm. you get... uh, That's where these fucking Karens are coming from, man, or from Second Baptist Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you that right away, because I run into them in the parking lot. Or, like, Lakewood or something. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fucking... Don't even get me started on Jolo scenes, bitch ass. Oh, we've we've
2: roasted oh, plenty. Now I have a quick question.
1: I brought this 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 topic up before
0: mm-hmm. right. with these mega churches. Is it ever possible to even like once you get to a certain level of just let's just say for lack of a better word, clout mm-hmm. in the in the in the community in the community when you get big enough to where you get pretty much a god like con- uh, like a god complex where you feel like man, I have I'm in charge of so yeah. many people oh, so many people are yeah, listening yeah. to me that is it impossible to not kind of like i mean have you get seen, corrupt from have you there.
1: seen that hill song documentary not oh. even the hill song what was the no, other one I, I, homeboy I, seen, I know which one you're talking about but, but even no, even local the like that, uh that's the thing that drives me nuts did oh, you know, oh, uh, hope city hope, hope city yeah, yeah. yeah. I know exactly that was that was Bro, my next thought wait,
2: can I, that so Jer- jeremy something yeah jeremy uh Jeremy it's okay whatever it's okay we know who we're talking but uh dude and then like the church put out this video where it was like they had like this beat in the background and it's like it felt like they were inviting you to church but they're like trying to break the news like hey pastor jeremy's no longer on staff he cheated on his wife it's cool she didn't go here though (laughs) she didn't come to the church come to church tomorrow (laughs)
1: <laughs> and it, 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 it he, just, he fucked outside the congregation, ladies and gentlemen. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the building is still pure. just—they're just right. all gonna be yeah, yeah, no, because yeah. he—they knew, knew that that Sunday, <laughs> yeah. they were all gonna be looking, looking around at the each crowd other like that. Bitch, Debbie, I knew it yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah, her. Yeah,
2: yeah. Look
0: at look at what she's wearing, dude. She totally did it. Like <laughs> you know, it was her right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the S- crazy thing about that is like confessional. <laughs> at at that point, do you then right like if if. If you're at that point and you're such a, at such a high level and you're not at that point even worried about what God's thinking anymore, you're just like, I got to make sure my position stays mm-hmm.
1: Bro, intact. Mm-hmm. That dude hid $600,000 in a fucking basement bathroom. That is wild. Yeah. That is wild. <laughs> who yeah. thinks of, like, one, who has the, the means to do that?
0: Yeah. And but uh, more so why? I'm still... Un- yeah. So confused on that situation. I don't,
1: yeah, I don't, uh, I, I'm guessing it's I, just like a rainy day fund. I, I want to say, I want
2: to be, I want to go as wild as possible and say that he's like laundering money or like he's like wasting but, but, but it's here. also,
1: it's also he, like he secretly runs all the massage parlors in Houston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what Joel Osteen's been covering up for this whole time. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Like that'd be crazy. And then it makes sense like, oh, that's why he didn't open the church in Harvey.
1: Because he you had know, and all the Asian prostitutes inside.
2: Well, no, no, not even like people would be just freely roaming
1: around and somebody grabbing money from yeah. the walls.
0: You know, you don't know,
1: you don't well, know. That's how they found. There was like a leak or something, right? And, yeah, yeah, dude, that plumber is a fucking idiot. <laughs> that dude who reported it, or what if he was bro, just? I would have, I would have said, I need four more weeks of work. Yeah, <laughs> don't mind me coming in and out of here with my tool bags, yeah. and then
2: you quit your job. Yeah, and oh, one hundred
1: percent. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I wanted to
2: ask you. Yeah. Since you mentioned being, you know, starting comedy about a year now. So I assume that you started, you know, mid pandemic or probably right before the pandemic. So how was that navigating that with the comedy clubs? I know we were in Texas, so we, we said we shut down,
1: but we didn't really shut down. No. So it was, it was kind of, I joined, um, halfway through the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. so clubs had just started opening back up when Mm -hmm. I started. Like, probably a month before and Mm -hmm. the only reason i got into it was uh i lived out in Katy at the time okay i was drinking playing pool with my friend mike at a bar out in Katy, and his friend nick nick lott comes up and he we start playing pool and he goes hey do you guys like comedy like fuck yeah i love comedy and he's like well i'm doing a stand-up show tonight at brass tap if you want to come and i was like i'm absolutely gonna be there i've been trying to get into the comedy scene for fucking ever and never knew how and so i went i had a great time i met some of the some of the bookers got in on the website and just Mm -hmm. off to the races
2: Mm -hmm. and how was that first uh initial
1: (laughs) set um wild it was wild so it was international women's day okay okay and there were two female comedians in the crowd uh Leah and Judea. I'm not gonna say their last names, but mm-hmm. if anyone in the comedy scene is listening, they know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. And they were fighting over. They got in a open-fisted, like open, like brawl over this oh, wow. dude Jack. And on oh, International
0: saying, Women's Day, that's
1: on International Women's yeah, yeah, yeah. Day, that's just how are, for how to How are women. you gonna yeah. put yourself
2: you know, back in the kitchen? It was <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: how you gonna Burger King yourself like that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, bitch, we are not in the 1950s. <laughs> yeah. And no, they got gotten like a fist fight over this dude Jack. Two black chicks over a white guy. It was the most confusing shit I've ever seen. Yeah. And so fucking, no one's stopping it. Mm-hmm. And so I just passed Chance's leash off, and I pulled one of the girls because I had met her a couple days ago. I put I pulled Leah out to the parking lot, mm-hmm. and I fuck I had cuts like all over my chest from where she scratched me up. Mm-hmm. And I walked back inside, and the bartender he goes. Hey, man, thanks. You you didn't have to do that. I was like, apparently, I was the only one willing <laughs> to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he hands me a shot of Jack, and then the fucking host taps me on the shoulder and goes, Hey, bud, you're up. And so I just kind of meander mean first time? on stage. Sa- it- first time doing comedy ever. Wow. And so I just meander on stage, and I'm just like, um, Happy International Women's Day, everybody. <laughs> We have strong, independent women out here that don't need no man. (laughs) They do all their fighting themselves. Luckily, I spent today celebrating International Women's Day by watching women's UFC fighting. (laughs) More strong, independent women. So I knew how to to get that bitch on a chokehold and take her outside. (laughs) Yeah. That's the only part I remember because after that, I think... I want to say I told a joke that it took me over a year to figure out how to work it organically on stage. I just said, yeah, you know, me and my mom, we had a pretty off and on relationship till I was about 12 years old. And she got really distant, really cold. And, uh, you know, I started doing some reading to see if there was something I could do to fix the relationship. And it turns out I had the looking glass on the Ouija board upside down the entire time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so all my messages were coming in backwards. All right. So with no warning of telling them that my mom's dead, that's yeah, where yeah, I came That's from. how they find no, out. I yeah. Think, I, think, I think that's the best way to do it. No, my favorite one now is I'll say, you know, I, I, I've been in comedy for over a year now. I really owe it to my mom because she gave me the life experience and the courage to be able to come up here and tell you guys all these pussy jokes. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> But uh, no, luckily my mom died. She (laughs) OD'd when I was twelve years old, so got that dark humor early in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at that point, at least two people in the crowd were like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I know. You guys got so connected to my mom for such a short period of time. (laughs) Then she was ripped away from you. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, all right. (laughs) Mid set.
1: (laughs) I wonder how that feels.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I realized and and you know I don't know what is the uh the unfortunate like you see that story a lot with like when something happens to a parent when yeah. like when a kid's young it, it really almost is like a double edged sword mm-hmm. because I I truly feel like of course it's it's a terrible situation but you kind of see that some of like they helped people develop into like who oh. they can you know like it makes them develop into a person that they probably wouldn't have if they wouldn't have gone through that kind of adversity. I think so about it
1: every day because so I lived in Kentucky at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my mom when my mom died, I was twelve. And her and my dad were divorced. And so when I was sixteen, we moved we moved to Houston. I if my mom was alive, I never would have moved to Houston. Um, never would have joined the Marine Corps. I would have ended up going to Asbury College in buttfuck, Kentucky, hating my fucking life. Because right. I don't, I don't, I, I, I've never done school. I, um, I've been working with my hands since I was fifteen. Like I don't do school. I just, I'm smart. I graduated at the top of my class, uh, for all three of my classes in the Marine Corps. Like I was top Marine. So I'm, if I care about it, I'll study it. But fucking math, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm dyslexic too. So I learned re- I learned how to read with hooked on phonics. Cause there's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Hooked on Phonics. She's heard of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, like, there's a rhyme and reason how words work. So even mm-hmm. if my brain mixes it up a little bit, I know what the word is because I know how it's supposed to go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But with math. Yeah. no, nope. Right. Yeah, 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 and you start tossing the letters in there, uh-huh. get fucked algebra. Yeah. Right. yeah. No one needs yeah, you. yeah. yeah, yeah. Never. Until you do though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start realizing
0: later on you're like I never need this and then one day you're over there trying to solve for x. Why the fuck yeah. are you solving for x? <laughs> even selling weed, you don't even have to solve for x. If you do, if you get stuck in a weird situation. If someone gets you a, if someone if someone gives you a certain every other piece of the equation except for that one, that's not going to be your x. If someone says, yo, I paid X amount of money. There are two to that
1: equation. There's money and there's weed. <laughs> nah, what if you, so you get like <laughs> mass versus
0: actual, like how much, how big does it look versus how much does it actually weigh versus
1: how much is that worth? That's what a fucking scale's for, my what man. What if you don't got the scale, dog? Eyeball that shit. That's what you gotta start solving yeah, for X. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a 10. That's a that's a pretty good gram right there. <laughs> right there. About uh, a yay depend, big. Depending on well, so I smoke indicas, so those are dense fucking nuggets. So this is a grammar right there. All right,
0: see what if the X was the strain? Mm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying that as I've started living life, yeah, I started getting myself in situations where I was like.
1: Damn. You're just going into the mathematics of writing a menu at this point. <laughs> nah, no, no, no. You ever been looking at a triangle and be like,
0: damn. Is it a triangle? Is it a triangle? Yeah. And then what is that degree? Is that a right angle? And, and then you got to start solving. If, if it's Then not. you got to start paraboling. You know what I'm saying?
1: Parabolating. <laughs> <laughs> got to find that parabola. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Then when you start having to parabolize. No, I'm always looking at circles and trying to find the radius. Yeah. Fuck them parabolas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been the issue, you know what I mean? You so then me- I start realizing, oh, see, this is why we be learning this. I walk into bars and I go, show me that circumference, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Yeah. For real, that's oh. the best way to know now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you trying to find, you
2: know, the, the latitude and the longitude of the G-spot. And
0: You ever been at the bar and you see a hot girl and you're trying to see if you can look for her ex? You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Normally, I just go for the no need pant- for that one. Yeah. I apologize. I go for the panty. I go. I go for the angle lines on in the jeans for that one. Not if there not, are no angle lines. Not only that, depending on field of communication, right? The there. amount. I, if they put their
0: drink choice out in public for people to you buy. You talking drink, like
1: you ain't married. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm just saying, see, what I've been doing lately is I've been living vicariously through Roman, right? Uh-huh. We're like, I'll oh. be at the store. I'll be oh, at the store. By the store. way.
1: So, okay, sorry. Which him and no, I are both got, married. I got so stories I
0: mean. about Roman now. <laughs> I'll be at the store. We were at the, first of all, tell me why this boy has me in Trader Joe's with my dog, first of all. He's been hanging around you too much. And, uh, and, and so we're at the store and I see this <laughs> oh, but, girl. Oh, but, but, but I do white things? He always does white things, though. We'll explain how white he is in a little bit, but we're at the store. Yeah, a satchel. And I see this girl, and I said, Roman, look, yeah, go go say something. He's like, What do you mean? I said, Here, take Bella, cause you know, bitches love bitches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, I told him, you got to go out there. You know, this and this and that, go pretend like you grabbed the wrong hummus, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you know what I'm saying? I didn't there. I didn't grab the organic hummus,
2: I grabbed you know, exactly, and yeah, then yeah, you flex, yeah. you
0: say, Yo, fuck this non-organic hummus, I need no GMOs, and you mm-hmm. grab the other mm-hmm. one.
2: No mystery, you know. Speaking
0: of yeah. GMOs, what's your 713 and y'all go from there, you know what I'm saying?
1: Like Is this what it's like to live in downtown Houston? <laughs> <laughs> Out in Katy. That is not how grocery stores work at all. That's not? <laughs> not even slightly. No, we have no, no. H-E-B, bro. Yeah, they have H-E-B. No, see, the, see, this this isn't downtown, but right
0: here we got Whole Foods, Sprouts, Phoenicia, a Fiesta. But if you really ain't got it like that, you can go down the street. There's a food I know, town. I know we got a Fiesta out in Katy, yeah. I think. That's what
2: y'all get Foodtown.
0: Y'all's Arbol <laughs> chilies. <laughs>
2: Foodtown no, we got a Kroger for that shit. Dude, Food, food Town be low-key like, scamming you. They it, really do. Because you go in thinking, oh, this is the cheap grocery store. Because so it's that, ugly. Yeah.
0: But then you end up spending more. Yeah. It's pretty good
1: marketing, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they just make themselves ugly so you think, oh, I'm getting a good deal. And then you go to Walmart and you're like, yo, they're fucking me over <laughs> yeah.
2: here. Or like, same thing with like, if you go to, I don't know if you've ever heard of a Jovi's. So it's where, it's basically, uh, it's H-E-B's crackhead cousin. Yeah. That like, it's a disappointment in the family. So it's like everything H-E-B couldn't sell or slashes damage gets sold at Joe It's the H-E-B outlet. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, it's like, uh, it's like Marshall's.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but for groceries. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, <laughs> worrying. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we got in contact with you through Roman. My 19-year-old brother who, as of what, I guess maybe a month and a half ago, decided, hey, I want to do comedy. I said, well, the open mics are always happening at the secret group. I said, they all seem to be 21 and up, though. So it might be all ages because it seems like when they do shows and stuff at the secret group, they're like all ages and stuff like that. So I was like, Mm. okay, it might be an all ages type thing. So I don't know. And he's like, I'm going to just go and figure it out. And one day he took off. Yeah. He's been staying with me lately. He takes off, and uh, he doesn't get home till like 2 o'clock in the morning that night. And I was like, that's kind of a good sign because in my mind, he was just going to go over there. They were going to tell him he can't do it, and then he was going to come home. So that night. He he had
2: the tissues ready. He had like the organic ice cream ready.
1: Exactly. So bottle of Lubriderm in his bedroom. Shows
0: up, gets told he can go in, then gets told he can't go in. Then is upset outside the club, bumming cigarettes off somebody, bumps cigarettes off of somebody named Marlo. <clears throat> yep. Marlo Ray. He then tells them what's going on. They start getting into conversation. He goes, Hold on. Like I know some people in here. Let me see if I can pull some strings. Comes back out. And since then, Roman's been going to the secret group almost every night. Then going to Darwin's. He's been joining that little thing. Going to Brass Taps a few yeah. times. Yeah. By the way, homeboy tried to keep this shit from me. Mm-hmm. He got towed last week. He got towed. He got towed. Oh. So oh. Did I. homeboy got towed last week. Mm-hmm. I pull up in his car. I was like, yo, what's that orange? What's that orange, right? And he goes, oh, um, I, I got, I got towed. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you didn't call me? And he's like, well, oh, I got a ride over there and stuff. Had to pay like 200 and some dollars. Yeah. But, you know, it's,
1: it's all good. See, that happened yeah. to me. That happened to me at uh, a book show. I got paid to do a show. And then, yeah, my truck got towed because I misread the fucking sign. And it was like timing differences. Yeah, or it like? was timing differences.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're, you're there too long or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it, no, it wasn't like a time limit. Mm. It was like the hours of operation or whatever. Oh, and I okay. misread yeah, 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 the yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I thought I was fucking good. Yeah. And come back out 2 hours later yeah. I have a phenomenal fucking set and I just go
2: fuck yeah well that that's the that's the tension right I was <laughs> living in the city like there's certain places I just straight up won't go to if it's like
1: a pain to park yeah no and uh, this was my first time getting booked at this club. Mm. And mm. so I was kind of, uh, I was, I drove around like three times trying to find a parking spot and right. I finally just went up a street yeah, yeah, yeah. and misread the, the hours of operation. Yeah.
0: And it gets you. That's the kind of stuff yeah. that makes you start just reading everything. Starts right, making right, right, you just right. pay for parking yeah. precautionally. Oh, just, dude. you know, cause then you're like, Oh, I'd you know, rather, I could, yeah, I could have be, paid six bucks yeah, and now I got to deal with yeah. like dude. all this. But you see, you see him like kind of go through all this adversity and make it. And I'm like, this is the one time we've
1: seen him like legit, Actually, like
0: do something on his own without yeah, 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 us yeah, yeah.
1: being on him, being like, hey, yeah, you
0: have to, like, you got
1: to do this. Because I'll tell you, kid's fucking funny. He's got some, he he's good in
2: front of a crowd. He's matured a lot too. Uh, like I was telling, I was telling Zen, um, he met my wife, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to be like apologizing for him. He's gonna just say crazy stuff, but he was like making her laugh. Like it was a good time.
0: So, I, I'm, I'm, you know, for me as a brother, you're always going to have that, like, little brother thing where you think that everything he's doing is kind of cringy or anything that he's doing is kind of... So I've tried to objectively, especially from this, step away and be like, look, go find yourself comedically. Yeah. Go out there every night and do your thing. I He doesn't I let us go. He, I, 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 I he won't did. go and I won't watch his recorded sets because I know myself. I don't
1: want to affect Uh-oh. him finding himself right now. See, my little brother is legit a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> like, he went to find himself, and he ended up at a horse farm in Kentucky jacking off horses. Uh, like, recreationally? Ra- or uh, I hope not, but <laughs> his <laughs> job title was stud collector. Oh, mm-hmm. all right, all right. You go stud. You go I mean, stud. does he
2: use his hands, or does he at least have a machine? Like, a, if you a, use the machine, there's at least a, some dignity in it. He's a fluffer,
1: so he had to fluff it. Before it got oh, into okay. the machine, so he's the foreplay guy. Yeah. Okay. But so he's no. like, he's got the music, the wine. Oh yeah, he lit the candles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He gave him a nice pet on the snout. Mm. Oh. Mm. And then brought in the world's gi- most giant pocket pussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There was one time he fucking called me while he was on the job one time, and my be- one of my good buddies Cameron was in the truck. We were driving to Colorado, and so. He's talking, he goes, Yeah, I'm at work. I was like, Oh man, your arms must be tired, huh? He goes, Fuck you. <laughs> and then he, out of nowhere, we just hear, Oh no, <laughs> it got on my cheek. Uh, that is but not we, the job but, you want to be on the phone but talking through, to. Through the phone speaker, in my, through the Bluetooth, we heard, It got on my teeth. Ooh. And so me and Cameron both instantly lose our fucking minds. I had to pull over to the side of the road. I was laughing so fucking hard. (laughs) And I go, I can't believe it got in your mouth. He goes, no, on my cheek. But we still heard teeth. And I was like, we both yelled, your teeth are in your mouth, you fucking idiot. (laughs) And then he spelled it out. Yeah. He's like C-H-E-E-K. I Yeah, I was like, man, that private school education paid off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. that uh, I was like, God damn, that's so close to your mouth.
0: <laughs> still, yeah, it's still it's still, it's your still face. like on your face. But then yeah. at that point, at that point, he got money shotted by my yeah. oh, biscuit. But but all right, at that point, especially if you're dealing with, you know, you're probably dealing with some high class horses here. Oh, yeah. they
1: were they he yeah. he was breeding race horses. Yeah. So.
0: They, That's the they,
1: most expensive. Do you, do you, do you, do you money have a shot? That right. He'll, do,
2: you do you have to say no homo before everything, though?
0: Pause. You have to pause before you do anything yeah. with this horse. <laughs> you got to pause the whole way, just like, hey, guy, <laughs> I'm not doing this because I want to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Don't even look at me with those eyes. But there's always like the fake room. I don't know if it's true or not that they be saying, like, that you try to use towards your girl where it's like, It'll work as a moisturizer. Hey, you use it and it cleans your face up. Would oh, you, at I, that point, not just kind of give it a go, just to be like, let me just no. check out if this if this to moisturize absolutely me a not. little bit? Fuck absolutely not. I ain't gonna let this go to waste. You know what I'm saying? As, monetarily, I, I
1: absolutely <laughs> am. I will commit so much <laughs> genocide <laughs> and not put it on my face. Uh, no, I'm not I doing. We ain't doing that.
0: Billions of lives. But if it's already on your face, if it's already on your cheek. My aim's not that bad, bro. No, 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 no. I'm saying for your boy, for my brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. If it's already on your cheek, do you not go? Let me see if this is a good moisturizer, real quick. Do you rub it in? (laughs) Oh, that was the
1: gayest thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just no, I'm just. It's not even pause. By the way, pause. By the way, it's not. It's not even for sexual reasons. It's for cosmetic purposes. Purely scientific. It's purely, scientific. Yeah. It's purely it's, cosmetic. Yeah, trust the science, bro. Trust
1: the science. I'm yeah. First of all, but where your head so you Your face gets cummed on. (laughs) I'm just... No, no, hang on. (laughs) This is your train of thought right now. Your face (laughs) gets cummed on, and you instantly... The first thing your brain says is, huh, maybe it's a good moisturizer. I'm trying to look at the bright side. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to look at the bright side. Your first thought isn't, oh my god, I just got cummed on.
0: (laughs) Well, well, first of all, if I'm in the position where cum is possibly going to get on
1: my face... I'm wearing, a face mask. Yeah, I'm wearing a face mask. I'm wearing a face mask. I'm wearing a Jason-style hockey mask. So this yeah. horse is fucking scared of me. Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. That horse is going to go, I'm not coming on that guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Jason. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know how we even got to this point. My brother fucks horses.
0: <laughs> now that we've gotten th- <laughs>
1: past that. Oh, my brother's an idiot. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went, you were saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, no. But I will say, so... I want to say it was maybe the second time I met Roman, but the first time I hung out with him. Um, Cause he was just asking me questions and shit. As, as then he does, yeah. he, he, he always be a, talking
2: cu- about. He's a curious dude, uh, and yeah.
1: I like it. Yeah, he asks good questions, although he asks dumb questions too. Yes, there's
2: some there's some good questions in there that you're like, oh, that's good that you're thinking about this, and then yeah. there's some that you could just ignore.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> <And> like <laughs> some that I do. Out.
1: I love him to death, but he says some dumb shit sometimes. Yeah. But no, he as fucking, one does at that age. He was asking me for advice on this girl that he had been messaging on Tinder, mm-hmm. and he's like. I don't know, like, it just, it seemed like it was going well. And I was like, let me just read what happened. And it was, it was going very good. I was, I was proud of the good. And then it got, she shared, like, a play, like, three playlists with him.
2: Ah. Uh,
1: and. Is he turning into a uh, sub
2: Caleb?
0: He's not, he's the worst. Oh, just wait, there's like.
1: more to the story. Okay. And so, that I think that, that was the morning he came home at 2 a.m. That was because me. Oh, he goes home at 2 a.m. almost every night. Well, no, that, fir- <laughs> that first time, though, I'm pretty sure that was because of me. Because we, we were out in the parking lot. And he goes, God damn, this is the latest I've stayed out. <laughs> so that might have been my fault. But we're fucking, he's, she's shared like three of these playlists. that mm-hmm. clearly meant a lot to this girl. Mm-hmm. And this fucking idiot. He goes, I appreciate the fact that you have so many playlists. Gets in this kid. He cannot just like he. He's like I'm not gonna. I I looked at him and I went, "You're a fucking idiot." (laughs) You're supposed to say that was awesome. I'm gonna listen to this all day tomorrow. That's what you're supposed to say when she shares a playlist that she created with you. Yeah, you don't say. I appreciate the fact.
2: <laughs> you have and so I can many see, I, can I can see like, the, the in his head being like,
1: he thought he said what you wanted him yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, oh, God. But he, yeah. And then after that, she was one-word answers. <laughs> and then I gave him advice, and but I forgot that it was 2 a.m. when I gave him this really good advice because they were supposed to meet for coffee the next day. And so I just told, because he hadn't responded after her last no-word answer. I was like, look, just text her, tell her, you guys can create your own playlist at coffee tomorrow. I was like, "That's not a bad line," and so I forgot that it was at two forty-five in the morning.
2: <laughs>
1: Jesus, that's a
0: wild what you Whoops. do in text, huh? That's yeah. A, if you said yeah. it at
2: that time, that's a crazy you. That's up a
0: oh, crazy yeah. you up text. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you might be a serial killer. I didn't killer. even think about it. Yeah. Like I was just, and I didn't think he was gonna send it then either. He doesn't think he about doesn't stuff think like about that. Neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm super ADD and ADHD, <laughs> so I'm kind of impulsive. That's why the dog is here with me. He keeps me out of jail. Mm. That's good. Yeah. You, have think, you have
0: to think about the dog before you think of any decisions. Uh, before anything, yeah. Yeah,
2: it's like,
1: what's going to happen to my dog?
0: You like, know? what are we going to... Uh, if I do that, what's Charlie going to do? Yeah. Chance.
1: Chance. 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 Yeah. I know it was a CH name. Yeah. I was like, Charlie, I wasn't in Vietnam, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I did wanna ask you, so you mentioned
2: commercials before we started rolling. Yeah. So did you do that before comedy or did the comedy lead into commercials? So the,
1: the comedy led into commercials. Now mm-hmm. I had done skits uh for the kids at church and stuff like that. So right. I had been making videos. Um so that made it that definitely made it easier to shoot because I I did a lot of the camera work and I was having to figure out trick shots of how to like we didn't we had one circle light. Yeah. And then a, a an overhead fan and then a closet light. That's what we were working with. So I'm sitting there having to figure out how to shoot this from the right angle mm-hmm. without getting any shadows, while getting the best sound, mm-hmm. doing trick shots around the door so I don't show up in the mirror but we can still see the mirror. Right. With all the green screen included. So it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun like working that creative side of my brain. Mm. That was pretty cool. And I I want to keep doing it. Me and Jamal and, and Tyler had a really good time.
0: Nice. We've been having this this topic of a conversation a lot in the regular podcast about like you see what happened with Chris Rock and you see what happened with, with Dave, Dave Chappelle yeah. recently. Yeah. Bro is that is it starting to be a change in the tides of how people view comedians and are they now yeah. not letting them kind of like be as free, do you think? Do you think it's like a trend now to hate no. comedians?
1: Not in Houston. I had one dude, this was probably eight months ago. I had a guy try to come up on stage, and I didn't have a problem. I just kind of nudged him back with my foot, and he just sat back down. It wasn't a big deal. That's the only time I've ever had it happen. But, no, since all this Will Smith, Chris Rock shit happened, no one in the, like, I've been making jokes about it. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody stands up during my set, i be like, hey, motherfucker, we're not doing that tonight. Yeah. You can get your drink after my show. You're making me nervous. Yeah. But walking up here, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now,
0: how do you deal with? Do you get a lot of? Is there times where people can get aggressive, maybe out speak at least? Because I think it's like what I'm realizing is people's tolerance to, I guess, let's just say, bullshit has gotten less. Like you're seeing like road rage,
1: physical violence, incidents go crazy in Houston. Even I had a bitch um, last Sunday. I was hosting a show, and she got upset that I called her a waitress. Hmm. I mean, what does she identify as? No, that's uh. exactly what I said. I sat down on the stool and I just went, Miss, I feel like we're splitting hairs here. <laughs> I was like, well, do you bring people food? She's like, well, yeah. I was like, and you clearly identify as a woman. She's like, yeah. I was like, you're a fucking waitress.
2: So is it like? Uh, but was is she it, say she's well, a server?
1: Like what? Yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. She was saying oh, I'm a okay. server. Oh, I mean. okay.
2: Yeah, because I was gonna say I was gonna say <laughs> is it the whole like strippers don't like being called strippers or exotic dancers? Yeah, no, yeah, strippers
0: yeah. Do like being called strippers? Are you kidding
2: me? No, I mean like,
0: like I, is there a breed of strippers that don't like to be called strippers and like to think about it more artistically? Uh, pole dancers. I don't know. Like See, that. but like,
1: what's the difference? Because right, right, right. I know what a burlesque. No, that's like, different. I, it depends on what kind of club you're at, though, too, because if it's like a if it's not a full nude club, then they're they're dancers. If, it, if it's if they're spread eagling their vagina around a fucking aluminum spinning pole, then that's a fucking stripper. All
0: right. All right. So you seem to be a little well versed in the Houston strip club community. Uh, no! When you start the, talking the full world, the
1: world strip club community. All don't right. forget three countries, two continents. All right,
0: all right, all right. So in in our city, in our great
1: H, what what do you say is the spot? Oh, I honestly could not tell you. I you don't be going I around? gave it up. I gave it up after the Marine Corps man because uh, I okay. watched. I just watched all of my buddies waste so much fucking oh yeah money. Mm-hmm. and i just and i'll go if somebody invites me but uh, honestly i don't really hang out with the type of people that go to strip yeah. clubs as yeah. much anymore <laughs> a funny, funny i'm 28 yeah when, uh, when zen
0: was getting married uh he pulled the all right all right look when I knew, uh, no he pulled the worst <laughs> so he i invited <laughs> the bachelor party we start off with like a we're at a restaurant in the Heights, and there's, like, a full dinner there. We are, we're having drinks. We're, we're playing the games. having a good time. We're doing, yeah, like, it. the thing, right? And then it's just not even really that I necessarily am desiring it. But what seems to be, like, I have to do is hit the strip club afterwards, right? Okay. It's just kind of like my my dad's, like, feeding. Like he's playing games where he's, like, giving <laughs> out money so that people got strip club money. You're, your dad's just in there, like you're never gonna see titties again. Take this right, opportunity, right? Yeah, yeah, right? Right? Yeah. Do this, right? Yeah, <laughs> I got the boys with me that are kind of strip club guys that are like, yeah, you know, and and I'm like, Pablo, I know, I have a few friends that are kind of like not about that shit. They're just not strip club guys at all, right? And then Pablo one being of one, one of them, uh, yeah. and, <laughs> and then he ended up getting blown behind the strip club. No, no he no. he he acts like he's gonna pull through. I said, bro, I know it's crazy, but you just chill. It's he gonna was be like, like he a was good like
2: time. he was like he 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 said. They have a special ceiling where like God can't see you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did say that. And, and I was, was like, like <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> I said, he can't see above those. I said it's like RFID protected. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't see through those. He's got, he ain't got that vision. But I he I was like, he's like, all right, yeah, no, I'm just gonna be there for a little bit. And then, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I sent him the address. We're on the way. I'm like, finally, I got him. As I'm halfway there, he goes, Hey, I'm gonna just go back to the apartment, bro. If y'all hanging out afterwards, just give me a text. And I said, All right, dog, I see how it is. I see how it is. So he's like, I wouldn't say he's anti strip club, but he's anti strip club. Okay. So he he's doesn't he's not well versed. But if we're talking about in the world, I get to me, I think I truly think strip club isn't a strip club addiction, it's a gambling addiction. Because every guy who pulls up to a strip club low key thinks, if I throw enough money, like the annoying no. people about it, I I always went in if I throw enough game. But that because you're you actually like an intelligent, yeah. like you're actually yeah. witty. But for people who aren't, they're like, yo, if I throw if I, this amount of I money, if I put
1: three thousand dollars down on that stage, yeah, she'll suck my dick. Maybe, and then it's a gambling addiction, dog. Yeah. I think they're like, this no, might be then- a gamble. What happens is she walks off stage and goes, guys, I just made $3,000. Right. That's I'm going house, home early.
0: Yeah. That's what the house says. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what the house says. That's you the know house what I'm saying? That's the house. The house always wins. Yeah. So globally, what have you seen before you were formed? Oh. Before you were formed, what were Do you, you saying? Yo, this is the weirdest shit far?
1: or the coolest, or coolest strip club? Let's go with the coolest and strip club. did you start going and, in for uh, the food? And don't. Do you say you're yes, going for the food? Dude. Is it as good as it's? Oh say, people no, say? I do not say I'm going for the food. But if they have a fucking buffet in there, bro, I will sit there eating chicken and waffles, talking to strippers all night long. <laughs> that bro. just seems it's, so com- it's conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, dude. I'd much rather watch them get naked and talk to them on their time without paying them. I like if, if you're having a good conversation, yeah. they'll sit there and fucking talk to you. Without you having to give them anything, mm-hmm. and then you'll go, and then you'll you'll order like a, a five minute dance. Yeah. it's twenty bucks. Yeah, not that bad. Did I ever? She tries so hard in that five minute dance.
2: did, did I ever? T- oh, cause she thinks she's gonna hook get you
1: hooked. Yeah. Uh, ah. Yeah, she, she,
0: everyone thinks they're getting the best deal. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, That's th- th- the best she deal.
1: thinks that if I. That if she does really good, I'm going to drop another $20. Mm-hmm. I don't think
2: Le- so. She's, he's like, little did she know that was my only $20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little does she
0: know I'm getting more chicken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if I so, told you
2: this, but at the apartments that I live at, I've, Pretty sure, like, a stripper lives there.
1: Okay. Because... I can guarantee you that at least a sex worker lives there, or someone with an OnlyFans. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, so, uh, I, yeah, I live, like, close to the Heights.
1: Oh, there's yeah. multiple people with OnlyFans. So,
2: um, this is this is what happened. I went to go to Shipley's to get some Colossians and donuts for, for my wife and I. It was pretty early in the morning, uh, especially because the Shipley's in the Heights is really good. If you, like, they'll sell a lot of certain stuff. I don't know what they do. Only family are allowed to work that ship lease. Like, I know it's a chain, and it sounds crazy
1: to say that well, this ship is different. Well, it started in Houston. Yeah. So, so it might be one of the originals.
2: Right. So this one's, like, really good. And so I'm coming back, and then I park at the front, and I see this one girl. And she's wearing, like, this, like, onesie, like a like a tiger onesie. Okay. And she's got, like, the hood up. And I'm like, that's odd. And, like, I'm just walking. like, we're both walking towards the entrance, and I see, like, full glitter in her face. And, like, she's holding, like... Giant clear stilettos, and I'm like, I'm just gonna keep my distance.
0: That's her See? out. That's her bro. walking home outfit. Like, yeah. I'm gonna put the full tiger zip and, up. And then there's a there's and she's holding.
2: She's got like a big bag with like like oh. sequin stuff
1: coming oh. out of it. Nah, dude, she just got off a of shift in Bissonette. Yeah, bro, I live, I live right. I live right on Bissonette. Like, mm-hmm. right? so there's a Burger King. Do you know what, where I'm talking about? I worked in that big, you know, oh, that big yeah. park, the the big... Uh, the, the empty fucking, the buildings behind that lot? Yeah. Is, okay, was that yeah. when you
2: were with AT&T?
0: Yeah, so
1: oh, when yeah, I yeah.
2: was
0: working there, I was... It's so crazy, because, I mean, I was working night, like, late shifts where I'd get off at, like, 11.30, and you're just, you're like, what? You're, yeah. you're driving through the street, and you're like, how the fuck are people not just getting arrested right now? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, um... Like, and that's the thing is, even, like, even when we put, picked up Alicia chance. that one day, that was
2: that was crazy. Huh.
0: So, uh, now what would you say is like your goal? What are your goals that you've been kind of setting in comedy, and how, like, do you think that so, the scenes kind of helped you with that? Is but here's one of my big things is with Houston, I think Houston is a very hit or miss with scenes in general. I've been seeing as like concerts and stuff go on, like. Houston as an audience is very hit or miss. Yes. Like, I've seen and comedians... He, he was in
2: a metal band, so he, like, they did the whole thing. They, like, toured and Yeah, all that. which yeah. for
0: music, it, it's, I mean, it depends on, like, there's say, elitisms around a yeah, lot. There,
1: there's a difference between touring for music and comedy, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: meaning as, like, attending shows and stuff like that in the city, I see sometimes, like, I think artists don't like our crowd sometimes. You have to be a specific artist that, like, the whole city loves. Like, you have to be Drake or, like, Bad Bunny. But if you're like anyone else, you might get real mixed reactions. You may get... uh, We have so many people, but you may get, like, hardly anybody at your show. It won't sell out. I see that a lot in our city. I see that a lot in our venue. I see a lot of heckling in, like, bigger shows. Like, people wanting
1: to be, like, the center of attention a lot. I don't mind hecklers as long as, like... You get your one and done, and Mm -hmm. I get my one and done, and then we can move the fuck on. Mm -hmm. I don't mind that. But don't just, like, blatantly interrupt my fuck. I had that happen Tuesday, and I, I straight roasted a guy on stage. I was yelling so loud. Pedro came in from outside, and he gets up on stage, and he goes... Yo, I don't know who pissed Sean off, but uh, I just need to warn whoever that was. He's a veteran and will absolutely beat the fuck out of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like the specific thing is like I went to uh, – I tried to go to an open mic thing that was going on at, uh, at the improv. And then it turns out that like it, Ali Sadiq was doing a thing there instead. Yeah. And so um, I was and, like, oh, that's cool.
1: It wasn't expensive. And I don't think they restarted the open mic at the Improv. Yet. I never feel like they did. They, after they,
0: haven't, they it, haven't. I think it's because it. of
2: their bigger. Well, because yeah. now you have to sell it. Now entity. at those
0: places, you don't sell them by the seats anymore. You sell them by the tables. Mm-hmm. So you have to buy the whole table now, mm-hmm. and like that's the way that the yeah. Improv has been doing their stuff. But
1: I like before, it. I like it though. Yeah.
0: I haven't been to a show really since uh, I think like Whitney. Whitney Cummings. I think I saw her last there. Uh And they were doing it by the tables, but, like, since then, I I haven't. I
1: saw Donnell Rollins there. Chance started a fight. What? So, we're standing in the line. I got there really early. I'm standing in line right next to this really old black couple. And we were just sitting there talking, shooting the shit. And at some point, this drunk white guy comes over and he goes, Hey, man, can I pet your dog? I was like, no, I'm sorry, sir, he's working right now. And then he reached down to pet the dog, so I fucking slapped his hand. I said, no, sir, he's working right now. And then his friends called, they're like, it's a service dog, dumbass, get over here. So he wanders back over, and like two minutes later, just this herd, this gaggle of fucking drunk white people just sidles right in front of us while we had clearly been waiting right by the door, but leaving enough room for people to walk out. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of leaned over to this black lady. I was like, man, leave it to these uppity-ass white people. <laughs> Come in and gentrify our spot in line. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, speaking about and gentrification, man. She started giggling, and Chance fucking... I was like, "She, they're just lucky. Chance doesn't go over there and bite them, kick their asses out of here. And all that drunk guy heard was bite him. <laughs> and so this idiot... This inbred cunt thought that I had ordered my service dog to go over and bite him and his friends. So he starts trying to come after me and call me names and shit. So he grabbed me. I fucking twisted his hand. I may or may not have popped his thumb out. Um, I told him, don't do that. And I just walked away while he was calling me all types of names. And they were still cleaning off all the tables. And so I just went down there. I didn't know what to do. So I just started folding fucking tablecloths. <laughs> like, I'm going to just help you. Yeah. <laughs> the manager walks down. He goes, um, excuse me. Did you, did you tell your dog to bite somebody? I said, no. He misheard a joke that I was saying to the lady next to me. He goes, yeah, I was pretty sure you didn't tell your dog to bite somebody. And then at that point, I look over, and my friend Jeff, Jeff Joe, uh, shout out to Jeff Joe, um, he's uh, opening for Donnell Rollins, like, holy shit. Oh, that's crazy. And so I am I go over and hang out with him, and then every five minutes after that, a different staff member would come up and give us updates on what this idiot was doing. <laughs> and then my friend Nate finally comes in, he goes, Bro, you fucking missed it. I was like, what are you talking about? He goes... Some dude is outside fighting like three door guards. I was like, Yeah, that may or may not be my fault. <laughs> he goes, I fucking knew it was you. I was like, How? He goes, The guy's out there screaming, He had a service dog. <laughs> he told him to bite me. <laughs> That's so wild. That's crazy. But so uh, then I saw Delano Rollins perform, and anytime he said anything about white people, he was like looking me dead in my eyes. Yeah. To the point where Nate Nate looks over at me, and he goes, Did you do something wrong to him? <laughs> I was like, I think I'm just the closest white person you yeah, yeah, can yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I gotta put everything in on you. He's gotta pick. Yeah. You think he's gotta pick a target? Cause I feel like Did anytime I see Donnell Rollins, he like legit gets emotional about it. Right? I
1: walked out feeling a little guilty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I,
1: even do anything. Yeah. I'm Native American. We're having this conversation <laughs> on my land. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the whole
0: uh, <laughs> kill Tony situation with Donnell Rollins? No, what happens? So basically, like, they have this golden ticket thing where, like, they can give someone a golden ticket that they can redeem at any time. So it's like,
1: if you get a golden ticket, I, you have to have, like, a really great... I don't know what... No, my buddy my buddy there. Michael got on Kill Tony, and he fucking... He's got the notebook and, and everything. Yeah. yeah,
0: well, it's like... So the notebook they'll give to you afterwards, but basically, if you have, like, a really, really special performance that stands out to these people, they'll give you what's called a golden ticket, which allows you to, anytime you... Happen to be able to kill Tony, and you say, "Hey, I want to redeem my golden ticket." You're going to get on stage that night. You don't have to get pulled out. It's not like you're, yeah. you're just basically saying, "I'm redeeming my golden ticket tonight." So Donnell Rollins was performing. Someone redeemed their golden ticket, and they kind of tried to do the David Lucas style roasting and started roasting Donnell Rollins, and Donnell Rollins like got super emotional, like not even funny. Like at first he was saying funny getbacks, then he like legit kind of just like went off the rails and started kind of like. It has made things look real bad for him. I have to YouTube this. It started looking real bad for him, but other people started commenting, and it became a topic of conversation. People started kind of like talking about like, do they think that was like that was constituted for him to just like go off on some like up and coming person who just turned in their ticket and was good and wanted to make some have some fun, but it makes me feel like he got he gets his art maybe from like real emotion and maybe he's got to be like, I got to fix that on one of y'all. Yeah, I got to fix that on someone to yeah. get Dude. this you really feeling. I got to dig it out. Somehow, dig it out. Some,
2: on some like MJ shit, I don't know if you saw the last dance where he's like talking about like he would make up scenarios of people like... Uh, oh,
0: like someone could be yeah. like good game. Yeah.
1: You're like, oh, you think you do better than me? Yeah. I see you. Dude, so I will... So something, it kind of on that spec, like for my PTSD, like that's part of the, the thing that happens to me is I'll imagine the, the f- craziest scenarios of shit that's never going to happen in a room but my mm-hmm. brain tells me like this is what you're going to have to do if this happens mm-hmm. and it's uh, it it's the worst fucking black hole to get sucked down because you're you get sucked you you almost don't realize it's happening until it's over and it, like i've played out scenarios in my mind where like i've ooh we're entering dark territory i'm gonna yeah. bail on that one <laughs> yeah i'm gonna bail on that yeah, one yeah, yeah. But no, like that's that's one of the weird things for me in comedy is like there are certain clubs that I don't like going to just because they're they're packed, they're rowdy, and like there's a the lot energy's of energy's off. Mm-hmm. There's just too much happening, mm-hmm. and I like there are certain places I won't take chance into because it's so packed. But then like those are the times that I I decked a comic one night because <laughs> I didn't have chance, and he just he was fucking around, and he nut-tap me, Yeah. and before I even knew it was happening, I had already tossed a right, and I was halfway through my left when I realized what was happening, and I couldn't pull out of it in time, and mm-hmm. I tapped him right on the chin. And I'm sitting there. He stands up, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, and then he turns around, and he goes, no, I'm so sorry. I didn't think about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, quickly,
0: just like the last thing, it's like I want to To kind of see what it is that we can do as, like, a city to promote more inclusion for, like, the arts. Because I feel like for Houston, for some reason, it's looked at as just, like, a business city. Like, there's a lot of art going on, but because it's not in one central location, it's everywhere, yeah. Yeah. you don't really see it. It's like things are happening in so many different places. It seems like it's more of a grind type of city where it's like making uh,
1: money. If they had like a festival at George R. Brown where they cut the building up into different types of art. Like we had stand-up comedy. We had bands. We had, you know, chalk artists, street art, shit like that, like painters. And they had like a week-long thing of where everybody could do something at George R. Brown. And multiple people from around the country could come see it.
0: I think yeah, that would be, be, like, really someplace cool. like, right now, even with comedy, like, figuring out where the spots are. Like, in New York, you can kind of, like, walk
1: to multiple places. The idea of well, doing multiple spots in one night is more common. From what I've heard, the scene in New York is so much smaller than what it is here in Houston. From, from people that I've heard, like, just the... The amount of venues that you're able to go to are, are a lot less than what Houston has because mm. we go from all the way up to from spring down to Sugarland and then all the way out to, you know, Bay City. Mm-hmm. That's how big the Houston comedy scene is. Mm. And there are nights that you could hit four or five shows if you really wanted to.
0: It's, but like if you plan it out, and, correctly. If
1: you would have to yeah. plan it out. And you mentioned and a lot
2: of like people. outskirts of like Houston, but do you do any shows actually
1: in Houston? Oh, all like all downtown, yeah. Mm. That's where the majority of my shows are. Gotcha. gotcha At like gotcha. Rudyard's Secret Group, uh, my mic is. Uh, shout out to El Poblito Open Mic Mondays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and
2: that's what I was gonna ask you next. You know, um, for the for the people listening. Um, that want to catch your
1: shows, you know yeah. where can
2: they catch you? Um,
1: so my my mic that I run is at El Pablito Patio down at I want to say fourteen eleven Richmond Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can follow me on Instagram at sean s e a n Michaels m i c h a e l s ninety four. And then you can also follow my service dog Chance the pupper at Ooh. Second Chance the pupper.
0: <laughs> nice. That's good. Yeah.
1: All right, well, I want to appreciate you for coming on.
0: I think we got, like, a cool, uh, you know, get to know you. It was nice. Yeah, Yeah. no, I had a bunch of fun, and I think we covered a plethora of topics. (laughs) Right, things that I didn't know we were going to talk about. I wasn't 100% well-versed on uh, the stud processing of stud collecting. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, neither was I until it went on my brother's cheek. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: And had, we will I, have to do more more research because I'm curious. I've been hearing whale sperms in Cologne. That was always the thing. So I got to see if this stud sperm does anything moisturizing wise. Yeah, we we gotta, gotta,
1: you gotta we trust gotta get text, that. Me, text me with the with the update yeah, on that yeah, we, because. Well, I you hit know, my brother up. You, I got some red spots now. That I, I mean, need to get rid of.
0: Honestly, if that's the case, I mean, he might be able to off to the side. Just you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because you said it was prime. It's prime stuff. Oh, it's it's race horses. The, it the, is. You know what I'm saying?
1: Kentucky thoroughbred. Yeah. So yeah. So we're going to see if that, especially Kentucky specifically. Yeah, we got to trust the science. Well, I mean, all Kentucky has going for us is we got horse racing and cousin fucking. There's some chicken, I think, in there, right? Somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But the, I'm pretty sure that came from cousin fucking. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right, well. Unfortunately, my brother switched those two up kind of, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I
0: want to thank you all for listening to the Two and a Half Citizens podcast. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, may, this might be two episodes in one week, possibly. Yeah. Or we might... Yeah, make sure you go to Anchor, drop
2: the Anchor. Go to Anchor, drop the Anchor. YouTube.
0: Hit the like, hit the subscribe. And uh, share this with somebody else. And Belly, you calm down. And uh, we out.